Drawing room over here. You made it. Oh, come on through. Do you fancy drink? What's your tipple? What Rhymes with Cars and Girls was Tim Rogers' first album away from UMI, a triumphant release that was eventually turned into a stage musical and saw Tim pick up an ARIA award. But it seems that Tim has unfinished business. His new album with the twin set, called Tines of Stars Unfurled, is more than a sequel. It's kind of like an album in conversation with the original album, each song talking back to one of those earlier tracks. And Tim Rogers joins me live in the studio. Welcome to you. Andy, this is a pleasure. You know what I love about radio is in the half an hour I've been here and hearing these conversations about uh, schooling and about midwifery and nursing and... (laughs) <laughs> That's why I think um, just listening to radio is such a delight because you hear these conversations that are maybe not in your sphere, but it's what's going on out there. So uh, it's a pleasure to be here, oh, man. Mate, it's a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much. I mean, I do want to ask you about what brought you back to What Rhymes With Cars and Girls. What, what, what made you respond to that album in this way? I read that you needed to correct some wrongs even just for myself. What does that mean? Uh, well, I think that... Uh, other art forms, there's a um, novelist, Jennifer Egan, and I was reviewing... She's uh, been on the show, yeah. Yeah, I was reviewing uh, The Candy House yeah, when she put out uh, two years ago, and that was a, a sequel to uh, an earlier novel that she'd written, and maybe that was playing in my mind, but what the, the prod was that there was a, a stage show of What Runs With Cars and Girls written by a gentleman, Aidan Fennessy, dear Aidan, and... I didn't hear a narrative in the album at all, but he wrote this play around it, beautiful play, and I was involved in the play and had to listen to these songs over and over with other performers singing the songs, and every time one of them would come back, I just thought I could do better and because I was on stage as the musical director and um, having some panic attacks during the shows, and I thought, well, there's a couple of ways out of here. Either you can medicate or to try as a writing <laughs> exercise to write responses to these songs. And I chose the writing response and the medication response. But we'll talk about the writing response. <laughs> because when it was turned into uh, musical theatre, you know, most albums are released and that's it. It's a final full stop. But having that experience of hearing all of the things, you, it's just that would just, yeah, drive me insane. What was that experience like? Obviously, it led to your winning an aria as well. Uh, it was a unique experience for it being turned into a stage play. I'm, I'm interested in theatre. I don't think I have the patience of a theatre performer, I'm mostly a musician, and it was quite an experience. And often, uh, Andy, with writing these things, whether it's writing uh, albums and songs or, or you don't quite know what's going to happen. I think that as, as you know, artists, if we're allowed to call ourselves that, you you throw yourself in and you, you write these things and you perform them and the consequences will come back and absolutely kick you in the butt later on. And I felt that I was being kicked repeatedly in the butt by hearing these songs sung by these performers and thinking, I, I don't know if I'd, I'm all that comfortable with these um the way that they were written. They were written as a young younger person. They were written um, when I was 28, and that's fine. But I thought, well, as an experiment, as a writing experiment to get through these uh, attacks, if I could write responses as if they were writing some wrongs or as if they were correcting some, uh, God forbid, bad grammar. <laughs> 
Well, certainly you don't hear it so much in the song. Uh, maybe not the punctuations anyway. What is it like for you working on a song? Are you slowly building up to a collection of, like, hooks or are you gathering little fragments of sentences? You know, do you hole up in your basement writing for a week? What's your practice? I don't have time because I... Uh, got day jobs and so it's mostly when I'm out doing uh, landscaping for other people and or lawn mowing uh, that I'll work on songs because that's just where my imagination runs uh, and it again listening to these conversations that you're having this afternoon uh, and my first thought is why aren't I more interested in what's going on in the community and or elsewhere but I think that my um, my attention and also my st- strengths lie in, in songwriting and, and songwriting for a number of us is a way of making sense of difficult situations and so when there is a situation that is difficult whether it's grief uh, or romance or just confusion about things uh, my approach will be to delve straight away into writing songs and not for thinking about releasing them at all it's just if i can put a thing to music if i can use wordplay it's my way of making sense of um the world's little vicissitudes and life's rich pageant and then i can try and proceed and be a good human the world needs songs about the girl you kissed in grade four let me tell you (laughs) Let me tell you, be, be under oh. no illusions. The world needed <laughs> those Ooh, lyrics. That, 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 Please, that, that, that poor, poor Catherine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> On our end drive, if you've just joined me, it's Tim Rogers, the gentleman of rock, is here in the studio, and you're about to play uh, new music, a quiet anniversary for us. What should we know about this song? Uh, I'll, try and be, I'll try and be quick because there's so much going on. But there, there was a song on the Cars and Girls record called "Happy Anniversary," and it was about a couple um, sharing an anniversary and the, the little uh, fragments of the day that goes into that recognising um, another years clicked over. Uh, and when I thought about the concept for this record, it was I was in Hobart and my dad died and then a year later I was thinking about the anniversary of his his death on September the 2nd and and so I wanted to, rather than write another romantic song, I wanted to write about uh, what grief uh, can do to you and how it can catch you out, quite like romantic uh, love can catch you out um, at times you least expect it. And uh, so I wanted to write a, a song about grief that wasn't... Um, uh, hopefully not that moribund, but uh, about how grief can ca- just catch you out at, at at moments. Yeah, very relatable. Okay, well, take it away. Tim Rogers is here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's party hour here. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a different kind of party. A, a one to remember. A quiet anniversary. Live on Radio National. Here's Tim Rogers. Looking out a window At the wind and the rain And it all makes sense now All those metaphors for pain Skinny trees are bending So far but they don't break As if they're looking in the puddles But their reflection just can't say How much this means How much we've lost 
How we ever got here Considering the cost We're looking out of windows As if the view could collapse Never even noticing Oh, there's somebody looking back Yard of memories. Some of them I'm wearing stubbies, and some of them dungarees. But in each I'm always running, chasing after a ball, and never just reveling in the glory of it all. How much this means, how much we've lost. How we ever got here, considering the cost? We're looking out of windows as if the view could collapse, never even noticing. Oh, there's somebody looking back. Faster now, now that you ain't here. But I still hear your lovely voice like a tear in my ear. So I'm looking out of windows at all that mystery and wonder what you really, what you really ever meant to me. Oh, so much is strange. So much is ordinary. Hey, I love you, Dad. It's a quiet old anniversary. Beautiful stuff, Tim. That was very touching. Thanks, yeah. Tim Rogers there with a quiet anniversary live here in the RN Drive studios. It's off Tim's new album, Tines of Stars Unfurled. Tell me about that title, by the way. Well, uh, it, it'll, it'll be a long time until you come across a more pretentious album title, <laughs> Andy, but... But because the first album was called What Rhymes With Cars and Girls, which was a little bit of a churlish kind of, you know, cars and girls, that's what us rock and roll dudes write about. But What Rhymes With Cars and Girls? And then um, I got asked enough about it. I'd be in a sandwich store or a bar and someone would come and go, <laughs> bars and girls, bars and churls or bars and bars and and try and come up with a, uh, a rhyme for cars and girls and and. For about 23 years, I've been thinking, I can do better than this. And so I was down in uh, Triabunna in uh, east of Hobart last year working on a ballet with my partner. And and uh, I looked up and there was a fork uh, in the sky. And I don't know what we'd been doing that afternoon, but 
I thought tines of stars unfurled across the sky and, and it rhymed with what rhymes with cars and girls and I thought, <laughs> here we go. Who knows where this art comes from? Well, the sky, clearly, and uh, whatever you were doing that day, as you said. In Triabana, Tasmania. <laughs> you, uh, you joined Hard-Ons a couple of years ago. What's it like being on the other side of things and joining uh, in on an institution like the Hard-Ons? Uh, it's the greatest joy there. Funny, they're smart, they're ferocious. I need to be physically on on top of my game. Uh, we've got a new record coming out in two months uh, called Ripper 23 and we're off to Europe touring. They're just wonderful. As soon as I stepped in the rehearsal room with those fellas, we'd been friends for decades, but we go from talking about what we're reading to families to what records we're listening to. Uh, Rock bands, um, the potential for cliche and, and the way that uh, whether it's profligate, lascivious behaviour in rock bands, it's there for a reason because it happens, but there's also an opportunity for great convivial behaviour and badinage and, and working together as a team. Uh, that's I, I, I thought that it may have been present when I wanted to be in a rock band when I was 14 and then it, I realised that it's possible Um and it it just gets potentially more fun if you if you take all the competitiveness and and the career aspirations out of it, and if you're just in it for uh, the beauty of making art together. And even in a punk rock band, a hard rock band, beautiful rock and roll band like the Hard Ons, it's it's a very beautiful thing. It's made me a better person. Yeah, wow. Uh, you've been in the game for a while now. Uh, you've led bands. You've joined others like the Hard Ons. You spend some time each week on Triple J on this side of the microphone. How has your journey with the music and industry around it changed since you started out on this journey? I mean, it sounds like you, you just are saying how enriching kind of your friendships are these days. What you thought was just mucking around in band rooms is actually quite a, a formative experience now. What other things like that have changed? It's, it's potentially that way. Um, you can get into music and be am, just purely ambitious about it and... I, th- I thought that my lack of musicological knowledge, uh, it happens each night at about 3am and I think I really should study music because I've got all these opportunities and, and I want to contribute more than just these kind of meanderings that, uh, that, which is what I can offer and enthusiasm and, of course, my blistering good looks. Andy, there's <laughs> that. Um, but th- there are music like quite, I can equate it, I guess, to being in a book club or being in uh, team sports uh, or working with a team on anything in the, in the triage department of a hospital, um, uh, working with the C- local CFA, you kind of got to work out where, where you can fit in and you can contribute and then uh, just try and be better at that. I, th- I think it's the teamwork that interests me because there are mm. musicians uh, and, and writing um, prose in the past, which is a very solitary experience, but even then at a particular stage you need to work with editors and so often the most solitary of experiences you need to work as part of a team and that's what I'm very interested in and particularly as I get older uh, that you need to find out where you can fit in and where you can best contribute and realize what your strengths are. Yeah, well, many strengths you have and much to contribute. Thank you so much uh, for dropping by. Tim Rogers and the Twin Set, his new album, Tines of Stars Unfurled, is out Friday, February 24. The band will be on the road March uh, throughout March. You can check online for details. Thank you so much, Tim. You're a pleasure, Andy.
been listening to a podcast of The Drawing Room with me, Andy Park. For more great conversations, search for The Drawing Room on the ABC Listen app or wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts.